Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. And some very exciting news ahead for Mark Catani, Vinnie's state president. Mark, thanks for joining me. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Mike, and thanks for the invitation to join yourself and your listeners. Well, we, we need to talk about your uh, your new role with the organisation. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty it's been a, a pretty exciting, uh, emotional um, time for me the last few days. Mike, yeah, I was fortunate enough to uh, on the weekend to be elected um, the 18th um, national president for St Vincent de Paul. So um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm, I'm honoured um, and really um, excited about taking on that role um, in early March of next year uh, when Claire Victory, the um, current national president, finishes her term. Yeah, so exciting times. It is indeed, and you must be you know, thrilled to be... I mean, the amount of work you've put into it, we all know, but having a, a Tasmanian uh, looking after the, the national St Vinnie's uh, and because you've had a, a very huge career, but your main career was in banking at the start and finance, wasn't it? Yeah, I spent, uh, I spent most of my working career in banking and finance, Mike. Yes, yes you're right. So... Um, yeah, now's uh, uh, the next chapter in my in my uh, life to uh, take on the national role with St Vincent de Paul, and I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to the, I mean, to the is, challenge. Is uh, it is hmm. something you've been working towards for a long time? The national role? No, no, Mark, no, Mark, I haven't. But I, I've certainly, in the last uh, twelve months or so, have been sort of contemplating it and, and considering. The opportunity I knew I knew Claire was finishing her um, term in in early 2023, and you know, reflecting and talking to family members and and friends, um, yeah, look, I'm, I made the decision um, to accept a nomination um, to to take on Claire's role when she finishes. How many roles have you had within Vinnie's, if you don't mind me asking, Mark? Oh, look, yeah, not a problem. So I my my time with Vinnie started in. Um, in 2016, when I was invited to take on the, the treasurer's role for the state council, um, uh, I accepted that offer and, and was a part of the previous state president's state council for a couple of years. And then I was fortunate enough to be elected by by my peers in Tasmania to take on the role of state president um, early 2019. And um, here we are, nearly nearly commencing the new year of 2013 and taking, sorry, 2023 and taking on that national role. And what will that national role entail, Mark? Well, uh, personally, it'll entail, um, you know, a, a little bit of extra travelling. So I'll, I'll be spending a, a little bit of time uh, on, on the mainland with national council meetings where um, my state and territory peers and a number of... Um, a, a, Chosen members get to sit and um, have our have our meetings four or five times a year, and there will be various little, little bits of travel across Australia to attend other events representing the society. So, yeah, it's a challenging time, exciting time, uh, and certainly looking forward to it, Mike. Oh, wonderful! We certainly congratulate you, Mark. Speaking with Mark Catani, Vinnie State to President, uh, soon to be National Pres. Now we hear the words "cost of living," and I have to bring it up. Um, tell me, I mean, how Vinnie's coping? I mean, the, the demand for Vinnie's uh, at the moment must be extraordinary. Oh, look, it certainly is, Mike. Um, absolutely extraordinary. We're, we're just seeing cost of living rising exponentially 
uh, each week and each fortnight. Um, I've obviously spent the last weekend with my colleagues um, in in Canberra and the South Australian um, representative president. We were talking on the weekend. He his jurisdiction in South Australia is 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 actually getting a 300% increase in um, requests for support. 300%? 300% increase. And we're, we're facing similar demand levels here in, in Tasmania. Um, mm. You know, unfortunately, those that live on the edge of, uh, edge of our society, and it's, it's also, you know, middle Australia. Middle Australia are really finding it tough, and, and we... We're actually providing emergency relief support to to those middle middle Australia um, families and individuals as well, given they're struggling with power bills, cost of fuel, cost of living, rents, you know, everything you can possibly imagine. So it's yeah, we're in for a challenging time. Mike and I, I, I. I can't see it getting any better in the near medium future, unfortunately. No, I know with power bills set to hit 56% rise next year, all of the those conditions certainly are quite frightening. And the calls we get here, Mark, are from people who are, you know, married couples, both working, you know, trying to yeah. care, and they've got kids in school, they're talking childcare, they're talking, so all of those things, but both working, unbelievably difficult for them now. And some of those people have uh, said to me that they have had to go to, you know, people like yourselves, Vinnies and others, to uh, get assistance and food packages, all of that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's exactly, exactly right, Mike. You know, it wasn't all that long ago when mm. middle Australia, the you know, the, the demographic that you've just described, they were able to sort of progress and get on, get on in life in terms of cost of living. But, you know, they're, they're struggling. Everybody is struggling at this stage. It's mm. it's unfortunate. Um, uh, I, I can't see an end to it, as I say, in the, in the near to medium future, but we will continue to support any member of the community that that comes to St Vincent de Paul seeking support. Mark, what can we do to help? I mean, uh, are you talking, because I, I don't know how many times I've emptied my cupboards and clothes and I've uh, had furniture. Oh, look, I've given truckloads in that regard. But uh, it's not just that, though, is it? We're talking donations, food. How can we help? Oh, look, the members of the community have actually been fantastic, Mike. In the last uh, 12 to sort of 14, 15 months, they've been providing us with donations, uh, online food, clothing. There's one thing that we we can all do, uh, Mike. We can all probably do a little bit more. I know us in the society are doing it. Is is actually advocating to our local politicians, um, local members of our community that you know that there is a there is um, an element of poverty in our community. If we can advocate to those that actually can make a difference in terms of income support levels. Uh, discounts on on power bills and those sorts of things. So advocacy advocacy would be one area that I would invite community members um, to be involved in. Good call, and I do hope. Uh, I think more community are getting involved. I think the politicians are being a little easier to uh, to reach. Uh, you know, be it whatever of uh, persuasion. Yeah, but I think, and yeah, that's I agree. yeah, that's the, that's the good news, and they are being being made aware of it. But the more people do, I mean, I can push it from this side, uh, although um, not for much longer with me. But the many uh, Australians too plan to cut back on Christmas spending. I mean, we forget about that. It's only next month, and people are cutting back, and they're you know quite. And I I, I did have someone speak to me confidentially how frightened they are about the cost of it and what they want want to give their kids but can't yeah look it is sad to hear some, some really um uh, heart-draining and emotional stories i was hearing a story the other day mike where 
uh, a young mum with three or four kids, um, her her um, view or idea of a treat this year for her children at the Christmas table is a tub of yogurt. Oh dear. Which really says it all, doesn't it? When yeah. you know, yeah. when some of us in the community can sit down and you know have the have the turkey roast and and the roast veggies and uh, the Christmas cake and. And, and what other trappings go with it, um, what this particular mum um, and kids can look forward to is a, is a, is a tub of yoghurt. It just really says it all, I believe. Can we go to the uh, St Vincent's website to donate, to help? or Absolutely, that... Mike, yes. Any any member of the community, if they would like to donate or, or assist, certainly go to our website, but also pop into any of our 26, 27 stores across Tasmania and just drop off essential food items any clothing that they might have, um, particularly food at this time of the year where, you know, hopefully we can com- can provide to those in the community that need some, you know, that need food at Christmas, that that would be really fantastic and uh, I would welcome that. And I, uh, I also welcome and honestly say thank you to the volunteers. I was reading and I, I go into stats a fair bit and, and there's uh, the NRMA insurance, they found unpaid help ranging from volunteering to lending a hand during a natural disaster has a $32 billion value to the Australian economy. Economy, It's $2 billion increase on the same survey which is undertaken by NRMA in 2021. It's according, it, they've got this thing called the Help Economy Report, which made very good reading. It yes, comes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the catastrophic floods, bushfires, um, for the, well, lashed the country for the past three summers, um, battled by volunteer-led emergency service and neighbouring spirit of communities. The report found Australians have given 1.4 billion hours of their time helping others over the past year. It's a 7% increase since last year. I mean, how many, uh, so, the, so really, volunteers do the society have and membership-wise? Yeah, well, look, we have between 900 and 1,000 volunteers uh, here in Tasmania, Mike, and we Wonderful. have around two, 270 members who are actively involved in providing emergency relief support to those in need and also volunteering. Uh, we have seen a little bit of a drop-off in our numbers of volunteers over the last um, couple of years, Mike, just due to, due to COVID, effectively. A, a, mm-hmm. lot of our, a lot of our um, volunteers... Um, yeah, were were sort of took took the decision that maybe we'll just step aside for a little while and just make sure that COVID is well and truly over and done with, and then we hope to re-engage with them um, early next year. But no, we've got a good number of volunteers here in in Tasmania, and yes, they just add incredible number of hours volunteering for um, the needy in the community, and uh, we are very very appreciative of their support. And indeed, uh, just uh, again, congratulations on your new role coming up next year. Uh, Mark Katani, Vinnie State President, soon to be national. So, uh, so appreciative to have a chat to you. And I uh, thank you for your time and all the good work you and volunteers and all the people do at St Vincent's. Thanks very much, Mike, and thanks very much to your listeners. Good to talk to you. It's Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.